Welcome to episode 124 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This week we are looking at Season 5, Episode 18, The Pine Bluff Variant. Original air date was May 3rd, 1998. The action moves around a bit between Washington, D.C., Delaware, and so forth. The IMDb user score has risen from 8.2 to 8.4 out of 10 since the Fox Marathon. And we are approaching the end of Season 5 with an episode directed by Rob Bowman, who also directed the movie we'll be discussing in just a few short weeks. In addition to Rob Bowman directing, we've got John Scheiben writing, who's been writing for the series since Season 3 and will continue to do so until the end. Now, this episode starts off with Mulder seemingly aiding a neo-Nazi group member getting away from a sting operation. And Scully seems to be the only one who's noticed, so she starts to suspect him, demanding explanations and getting nothing. We do find out during the episode, when she is pursuing her own investigation and gets pulled aside, that Mulder was actually contacted by the neo-Nazi group, and he's working to get further and further inside the organization so that they can be stopped. They've gotten their hands on a pathogen, which they're told in a briefing is a Russian bioweapon, and it's extremely lethal. It kills very quickly, but it does seem to be spread by contact, so it can be safely handled if you know how and know its range. It takes a while for them to figure out what's on it. And when the group does a bank heist, including a member who is actually the leader of the group that they're trying to get to, they steal a bunch of the money, but spray the remaining money with the pathogen and destroy the money that they take out of it so that they can't be traced. So the actual goal was to infect the money in the bank. This is after a test run in a local movie theater, which killed everyone but a couple of kids who snuck in the back and reported it. And Scully's the one who figures out that it's the money that they touched. So this was clearly back in the 1990s when it was less common to pay with plastic and debit wasn't really a thing yet, and pretty much everyone who was paying was paying with cash at a place like a movie theater. By the time the episode's done, we've learned that this pathogen, which is a version of strep throat, is way beyond anything the Russians have developed. And it appears that there's bioweapons agencies within the government operating in secret who were not shut down during the Nixon administration that are actually using these people as test cases. And one of them is a man played by Sam Anderson. His IMDb listings say he's best known for playing the principal in Forrest Gump, Mr. Hyde in Water for Elephants, The Man in White in Airplane 2, the sequel, and Mr. Browning in Ouija, Origin of Evil. He's got 167 acting credits. I know him best as the principal from Growing Pains in 13 episodes of that series, as well as from his four guest appearances as four different characters in the original WKRP in Cincinnati. He is, I I think, most memorable for his role in The Americanization of Ivan, when he's in just a little consulate that still has a picture of Nixon because they haven't sent a Carter yet. Now, as far as the guest stars playing the neo-Nazis are concerned, we've got Daniel Von Bargen. He's the one that made contact with Mulder. IMDb says he's best known for The Postman, Robocop, Super Troopers, and The Faculty. 
I think a lot of us recognize him from his role as Kruger in four appearances out in Seinfeld. Prior to this, his only appearance on the X-Files. Now, his superior in the organization, who lets Mulder go and appears to actually be working for the government, is played by Michael McRae, best known for Battlefield Earth, Summer School, Masterminds, and First Hitman in Magnum P.I. He's got 81 credits to his name. This is his second X-Files appearance. His first was in The Jersey Devil. This is also his final appearance on the X-Files. Now, there's a character that Mulder refers to as the Gimp, who's in the credits as Skinhead, played by Douglas Arthurs. 40 acting credits to his name, including The Chronicles of Riddick, The Butterfly Effect, Reindeer Games, and Masterminds. He was also in four episodes of Stargate SG-1 as two different characters, initially as Call, and then the other three as Heruer. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. I'm not familiar with the character. It's been a while since I saw the show. This is his only X-Files appearance. The Usherette at the Theater is played by Kate Braidwood. She's got three acting credits to her name. Disturbing Behavior was the same year. The portrait was 1992. And this is her third and final appearance on the X-Files after playing uncredited roles in both Elegy and Talitha Kumi. So I've always felt that this was a strong episode and it's just really tightly paced. It makes reference to early in the season when Mulder was at a UFO convention in Boston and made some disparaging comments about the government. That's what kicked this off. So it fits in continuity without being part of the alien conspiracy, although there is a government conspiracy involved. It's just a really tightly written and well-paced episode. Now, in terms of whether or not you can take strep throat bacteria and turn it into a bioweapon this effective, I suspect that the rapidity of the kill is a little exaggerated. Now, they do specifically state, because it kills this quickly, it cannot occur in nature. Right? It's, it kills its host before it can spread, which is counterproductive for the organism. It's not going to survive long in nature. But it's still, when you see it actually in effect, eating away the flesh but leaving nothing behind, it's a scary thought, but there's still conservation of matter to contend with. So behind the scenes, The Spy Who Came In From The Cold was the inspiration for this, which is both a book and a movie. Kate Braidwood, the actress I mentioned before, is actually the daughter of Tom Braidwood, first assistant director and Frohickey. And when Scully goes to the hotel and discovers Mulder's there, finds out what name he's using is George Kaplan, that's actually Cary Grant's name from North by Northwest, a rather fantastic Hitchcock film. There's also some references to Die Hard with a Vengeance, which was a Fox production out at the same time. So overall, it is a very enjoyable episode, even if it's not really a big part of the myth arc. Join us again in two weeks' time when we discuss Folie à deux. Thank you for listening.